everyone, and welcome to episode 64 of Popcorn Hangover. I'm John. And I'm Anna. And today we are going to cover Pixar's newest movie, which is Lightyear. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple shows, and uh, hopefully the next time we record we'll have more movies to talk about, because <laughs> we have not done a great job of going to the theaters. We have been extremely busy um, for many different reasons. Yes, we've had a very busy month and a half. half. Um, last month... John proposed, so we're engaged, um, and now it's just summer, so you know how it gets, especially with this being kind of like the first full summer kind of post-COVID. Yeah. We're just constantly working, constantly have events, weddings, all the sort. The, the busy season of life has become <laughs> has begun for us. Yeah. T- to put in context how busy we are, like Top Gun, which is the biggest movie in the world, it's the first movie to make a billion dollars this year. We haven't seen it. Um, it's no. going to be like everyone has seen. Like, my and everyone m- keeps asking us because, of course, you know, we're the movie connoisseurs. But everyone's like, you have to see it in theaters. It's so good in theaters. I'm like, I know we have to see it, but we've just been, yeah. yeah we just we've been haven't. very behind on that stuff. Yeah. And to be honest, we're going to be busy for like three. Yeah. We're not even seeing Thor. The day it comes out. Like, well, you're not. I might. Oh, yeah, you might. But yeah, we're extremely I'm very busy. Sad. But we we have like a list of movies we're trying to get to. Um, we probably won't talk about many or any of them on this podcast. But yeah, we're pretty busy. And as Anna said, we are now engaged. So after the summer, we'll probably get busy with wedding planning. So yes. it's going to be a very busy, uh, probably year and a half. <laughs> but um, we're going to try and get to these when we can. So with that being said, um, let's kind of dive right in. Before we do Lightyear, I kind of want to talk about just the shows we've been watching. We initially planned on doing like a mini episode on Stranger Things because we had we we're just so impressed with volume one of season four. At the time that this releases, um, see, volume two's not out yet, so we haven't seen it. But I, you know, Anna, I don't know if you had any thoughts really on Stranger Things. It's amazing. Love it. Every minute of it. Um, episode four. Dear Billy. Dear Billy is, like, the best episode, in my opinion, like, ever of that show. One of, like, my top favorite, like, episodes of, like, TV dramas ever. Um, I cried for, like, 45 minutes straight. And it had to, like, take a moment. But I'm really excited for Volume 2, although I can't, we can't watch it the day it comes out. No. um, Unless we stay up. Super duper late. Which we're, yeah, we can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) But... We will watch it as soon as possible, um, and I'm like literally cannot wait till the to see what happens like at the end of this season because it's just so good. Like, yeah, we did a rewatch of season one through three, which was really, I think, was really good. I like recommend that. I recommended that to a lot of people because I feel like it just helped you like get mm-hmm. get, get context again. Um, but at least watching one th- season three is yeah is needed. Um, but I mean, see, nothing beats season one, but this season is just, it's so good. I've, so I echo all those same thoughts, but I have a couple of extra things on top. One, I think that this is the second best season. I think if they stick the landing on the last two episodes, which is about four hours of content, I think that a serious discussion will be needed on which season is better. Um, my favorite episode was not Dear Billy. It was the last episode, Massacre at Hawkins Lab which was like an hour and a half and just 
really, really good. Well, and it's crazy because so much stuff has happened, but also I'm like, how are they going to wrap it up? But, I mean, you got to think, there, there's like so much time. I know. The finale is two and a half hours. I know. It's just more so like, I'm yeah. still so intrigued. One, But my last thought I had on it, besides everything you said, is that the Switch, and I know that some people were hesitant when it was announced, but the Switch to this extended length format of like an hour 15 for the episodes has kind of breathed new life in the show. It's allowed them to kind of explore certain characters because they split everyone up into different groups. It's allowed them to let things breathe a little bit more, which watching season three, I was like, I love it. I love the vibes. I loved all of it, but it definitely was kind of grading because they would spend two minutes with one group and it's like we got to go do something else so i think they've corrected that and i would imagine they do the same thing for the finale so yeah if you're if you haven't watched it yet and you do like the show i'm very confused but i would recommend going to watch it because it it truly is like the biggest show in the world and i know people kind of bash it when there's length between the seasons they're like oh that's a show for kids and all this it's really good and a lot of people like it. And Netflix, even though their numbers aren't reliable when they say it's, like, the biggest thing ever, they have said, like, it is their most streamed original show. And I believe them just oh, looking yeah. at social media. Like, I mean, it's huge. But other I than... I mean, a song, like, not that this, not that Running Up a Hill was, like, an unknown song in the 80s. Like, it was popular, I had never heard it before. But, like, I mean, it, I, I didn't really hear it before, but I think it was, like, yeah. people did it listen charted. to it. It charted. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's literally, like, the, it became, like, the number one song in the country. I think it was number eight in UK. Like. That's where it peaked. Insane. Like, this year. Sorry. Yeah. I don't think it hit number one, but, yeah. Well, maybe not number one, but on TikTok, like, you can't, yeah. you can't go two videos without having that song. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I just heard it on the radio. I was driving, it was on the radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but besides that, we've been watching a few other shows. Um, Anna finally watched and completed All of Always Sunny. Yes, I'm depressed. Have we don't have anything to just watch? I mean, honestly, maybe that's a good thing because sometimes we'll just sit on the couch. We're, like, yeah. we're just gonna watch one episode. We watch four. Yeah. Um, but I do need a new sitcom now, so I'm kind. I have a few options. I got to figure out which one I want to do. Yeah, but besides that, uh, two last shows I want to touch on that I've been impressed by both Miss Marvel on Disney Plus. I yes, I love it. it. I was It's refreshing. Yeah, not that I was never worried about it. I think you you told me that someone said it was like more kid-like, or like more like geared towards like tweens and teens. Um and so I was not worried about it, but I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe I won't like it as much." Like I like all the Marvel shows. I mean, even Hawkeye, that was one I was like hesitant about, and I like all of them. But this like honestly, I like this one more than some other shows. Like it's so entertaining. She's she, amazing. She is amazing. All of the characters are so cute, so funny. Like, I don't think that it's geared. It's very, I mean, it seems very Marvel. Me reminds me of, like, we talked about, reminds you of, like, the vibe of Spider-Man. Spider-Man Spider Homecoming in particular. Yeah, so, I don't know what people are talking about, but, in my opinion, it is honestly one of my favorite, like, Marvel shows and it's like super fun already and like i can't like every time we end an episode I'm like oh my god i can't wait for the next one i don't rewatch a lot of these marvel shows i've only really rewatched loki and wandavision but i see myself like in a year being like i'd watch that again it's very fun and there's a there's a very like clear artistic touch to it like every time like her texting conversations they they just do little things where you're like okay they're not doing the normal marvel stuff and it's very refreshing but 
Um, I agree with that. But on a totally, <laughs> totally different thing, we're also watching season three of The Boys. There's two episodes left in the season, not out yet. We just finished the sixth episode. Uh, we won't spoil anything here. I love what they're doing with this show. Yeah, I think the first couple episodes, it was kind of like... It was more of the same. I was like, they're going to lose me. Like, I'm... I do like, you know, every time we start a season of The Boys, it's like, okay, this is, like, good, but then I'm like, I'm like, this is, like, really gory, it's kind of too much, and then they get into, like, the plot, and, like, the su- like the, the subplot, and, like, the themes, and then I'm like, wait, you got me again. Yeah. So, they got me, I now, like, am so interested in, like, what the hell is gonna happen, and they are really, like, taking a turn on, like, how the boys are going, um, like, each person so i like it but there's sometimes it's just too much for me and i know that that's their that's the thing, thing but there's times where i'm like i don't know why i watch this truly so it's it's pull like i but i think no other tv show has made me think that in my life so yeah i i maybe like i love it so much but also why am i watching this yeah i, I the closest it makes you think so much that's that's the thing i'm I'm going to keep watching it as long as we still have such a big reliance on superheroes in our media. They haven't said how many seasons they're going for, but I can't imagine they're going to get more than like one or two more. Just because they, they, there's a, there's a thing they have to do. And once you do it, you can't, you don't have a show, but they can't do it until the final season. If that makes sense. And you know what I'm talking about. I'll just say it. They can't kill Homelander. Once you kill Homelander, there's no show. I don't know about that. I mean, they proved, I mean, as we've talked about, they talked about this yesterday, like, it, the problem with killing Homelander is there's going to be another bigger fish that's going to come out of, like, there's going to yeah, be another that, person that's going to... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't, the reason Homelander not works so well, but he has this personal connection with Billy, who's the other main character, like, I, I don't know. I, I like the show. I'm going to keep watching it. It's good satire. It is a bit much, but there's a point to it. Well, no, I mean, it does, like, they do a lot of commentary on, like, yeah. society, he- heroes. I mean, it's not just, like, fictional heroes, but, like, people's yeah. heroes. Like, yeah. how we look up to... to Historical figures. Historical figures, sport, like, you know, athletes, movie stars, all of those things. And also the how the, and the government and, yeah. like, all these, and corruption, all that stuff. So it's, it's good. It's good. And, I and enjoy I, it. Just one note. I can't believe that in the same season they parodied the Kendall Jenner have a Pepsi <laughs> video and the celebrity imagine thing. I I shriveled into a raisin during those. I was I had such secondhand cringe, not from the show, but just from the fact that those actually happened. Yeah. I, just incredible. I I love that show. Um but now we're going to get into our main event. I don't think we had another TV to talk about. No, I watched Ambulance. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You told me that I should watch that. Oh, oh, we could do a whole episode on it. I think... We might do one. There's also, like, what's funny is it got such... I can't believe, like, the critics gave it such good scores. I think because it's like, you go into a Michael Bay movie and you know you're going to get Michael Bay. Yeah, he's a... If you expect anything out of Michael Bay other than a bunch of explosions and a story that is financed by the military like you expect something it's insane so but i watched it and it's like there's parts where you're like 
oh, this is, like, pretty good. But then you, like, laugh out loud from, like, with the way the plot goes. And you're like, what is this? How, how long into the movie, without telling me any details, how far into the movie is it until Jake Gyllenhaal says, we got a brother cop on board? Because every trailer would harp on that. No, so a lot of the stuff that happens in the, like, trailer, except for, like, the first part when, like, they're in the bank, when he, like, opens the yeah. door... Most of that stuff happens in, like, the second act. Okay. It's, like, really late. Like, the part where he says, we're not the bad guys, we're just the guys trying to, <laughs> trying get, to home. get home. He doesn't say that until, like, the third act. Ugh. Like, in, yeah, it's just so interesting. I mean, but, like, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's unhinged. It's it's amazing. Um, it's my favorite type of Jake And, I mean, it's all, I, I like the girl. She's from um, Baby Driver, and I loved her. She's insane mm-hmm. in Baby Driver, and she's so good. Yeah. Like, she's a psychopath, but she's good in this one. But it's, there's just so many things that you're like, Michael Bay. And he, <laughs> there's one thing that was the funniest is that the amount of times that they zoomed in on the cop cars where it says to serve and protect or to protect and serve, mm-hmm. they zoomed in on that like maybe 50 times I oh, or 25 times. The 50 is an exaggeration, but 25 is not insane. But it's a fun, uh, it's a fun ch- chase movie. It's good. The ending just, I was like, they lost me at the ending, but they reeled me back in and they lost me. So I was all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> um. One last thing I did think about, because I didn't have the ambulance experience, but I promise I'm going to watch it very soon. I need a mindless movie to watch. Set photos keep coming out from the Barbie movie of of um, Ryan Gosling as Ken and Margot Robbie as Barbie. And that movie, I am irrationally excited for. I think oh. it is going to be ridiculous. I love Margot, and I love Barbie, so... And I, and I love Ryan Gosling. Like... like- you understand I had, I had like 60 Barbies yeah. in my room. Oh, I know. I was a big Barbie girl. I have a Barbie collection of, my mom looked up one of these Barbies and we think it's worth like a thousand dollars. So. Nice. Or maybe even more. I don't know. But I was like, I need that money. So we love Barbie. Yeah. But I'm very excited for that. It comes out the same day as Christopher Nolan's next movie. And that is going to be a fascinating day at the box office. Cause it's like two of the most anticipated movies of the next like five years or the same day anyway let's get to Lightyear. finally um before we start Lightyear, for can con- you tell we really are we're not avoiding talking about it but i you know i just don't know how much we have to say <laughs> and that's rare maybe yeah. we do what well, we're gonna flush some stuff out but for full context on Lightyear, toy story is anna's one of your like three favorite franchises yeah I was going to say favorite, but I don't know if that's fully accurate. Because you uh, probably like Marvel more. They're different things. Yeah, but... I mean, it's just different. I mean, I guess like, as I stare up, we're si- as we sit in my office where I have a bookshelf and I have one s- shelf of the bookshelf dedicated to Toy Story, and it could be more because I have a whole Toy Story collection. Yeah. Toy Story is like my, I would say like literally my favorite. I mean, I have another, I have other favorite childhood movies, but like that's like probably my favorite. Like, my favorite mm-hmm. children's movies ever. Like, all four of them. Um, even I was... I remember when Toy Story 4 came out, I was really excited and I was skeptical. And then I sat there and I, I cried like a baby and I couldn't stop crying after yeah. the movie. Like, yeah. literally, it, it's just amazing. We watched Toy Story 1 before and after because we had, we had to stop. <laughs> we we watched it. We watched it before, like, year. And I'm just like, every time I watch it, I just feel like a little kid. It just makes me so happy. Um... We waited in line at Disney World for like 40 minutes so I could see 
uh, Woody and Buzz. Like, that's the only yeah. people I would wait in line to see as characters. So, yeah, they're pretty important. It's a pretty important franchise in my life. And I don't think I'm saying this incorrectly. Buzz is your favorite character. Yes, I correct? love Buzz. Buzz okay. is my favorite character. So, that's Anna's side of it. For me, Toy Story is probably my favorite animated franchise. I Toy Story 1 isn't my favorite of the franchise. I think it's 3. And I also... Anna and I disagree. I'm a big Toy Story 2 defender. I, not, I, I think Toy Story 2 is incredible. I'm not saying it's not good. It's just the worst of the four. Oh, I think four is worse. I mean, Toy Story... Okay, okay, it's not worse. It's just... I love Toy Story 2. Oh, I watched Toy, Toy Story 2 on a, on a day. But there's... On a, like, a rainy day. It's really great. Yeah. It's very nostalgic for me. I quote things from it all... Like, I'll quote it all the time. Yeah. But... And, like buzz i mean the two buzz there's two buzzes john i know but i just i'm not it's just that my sister you know the only reason why you're saying this is because my sister wanted to watch toy story 2 and i said i don't want to watch toy story 2 toy story 1 is better no it's not just because of that it's because anytime i've asked you to watch it in the entirety of the time we've been together you've never said yes we've never watched toy story 2 together not okay. once well we can not watch once it. we've watched three multiple times we've watched one i think that was the first movie we ever watched together it was it was the first movie we ever watched together uh so, yeah, and we've only seen four one time. I watched it again. It's really good, but it's not... I don't have nostalgia for it. I have nostalgia oh, for the other movies. No, it's just, like... Uh, I think I've talked about this before, but, like, I... Toy Story 3 and 4, and this is why, like, I love... I love all of these movies, all four of them, because they, they number one, they grow with their audience so well. Like, Pixar does... Like, it's, they do it well, and like, and we talked about, we were talking about this today. That like, Pixar movies do such a good job of like speaking to children and speaking to adults, and, and they have different audiences and stuff. And they do have other franchises, but like, toy, in my opinion, yeah. and I think most people's opinions, the Toy Story movies are the best ones. They've done the best job with. They're their babies. They're they they're not. And so when they made a Toy Story four, I'm like, they're not gonna make a Toy Story. I I felt a little bit like a cash grab, but I'm like. They're not going to make a Toy Story 4 and it's not going to be bad. They yeah. can't, there's no way that they're going to make a Toy Story that's bad because this is their like bread and butter, like yeah. this is everything. In in my opinion, Toy Story 4 made but, one mistake. Well, okay, wait. But what I was going to say is that like what they do so well in the Toy Story films is like it's always kids first. They're always children's movies and any kid can watch them and, and, and love them and have fun. Yeah. But... They grow so much with the children that grew up watching them from like the magic of the first one and, and the lessons and, and the wonderment of the first one to the second one being like you get a little older, you're kind of seeing different, you know, it gets a little bit older, you're a little bit older a kid. And then three, it's like growing up and, and leaving your toys behind and like leaving, yeah. becoming more, not going, being an adult, but going towards adulthood. And then it's like number four is like every single feeling I ever felt about you growing up, losing innocence, moving on, moving on is like the biggest part of that, that film. And so it's like they capture all of those feelings in a movie about toys, about toys. And it just gets me yeah. to my core. But no, three is obviously way better than four. It's just that I still think four had like some really good messages. Yeah. I mean, the difference, I'm going to, I'm going to save my mistake about four for context, all four of the Toy Story movies are above a 90 for me. Oh, yeah. Like, they are they are four of the best animated movies ever made. Even, like, a bad Toy Story movie, if you want to call... I'm doing air quotes, but a bad Toy Story movie, if such a thing exists, is, like, still better than 
99% of animated movies that have ever been made. Um, that being said, I'm going to save my mistake because it ties into this movie a little bit. Hmm. So, um, I'm going to start with a synopsis. It's very short for this one. So, I'll start with what the movie synopsis is, like what they tell you, and then kind of my Wikipedia summary. So, this movie, for anyone who's wondering why this movie got made, um, it tells you. In 1995, Andy saw a movie that made him want a Buzz Lightyear toy. This is that movie. My comment, I think that is complete and utter bullshit. I... This movie was not made in 1995. Okay, yeah. I rolled my eyes. I mean, I, so I knew that was coming. A bunch of ads came out about it. But, okay. Um, but they didn't start advertising that until adver- like a week before. So, I, and the thing is, if you would have advertised this a year and a half ago when we first heard about it, it would frame it entirely differently. They didn't do it. I they, don't think they intended that to be until like the week before. So I think what happened was they did screen. I don't know what happened, but I think that they felt like they needed to tie it back to the original franchise in some way, a bigger way. Yeah. And so I, I think I saw that first ad, maybe not a week, like two weeks. It was only a couple weeks before the movie came out. And I was like, that's interesting. That's, and I was like, and that's makes, new. And it makes you think about what this is going to look like so much different, like yeah. uh, in a way different way. Because you, especially when you're someone, I mean, I don't know. I just someone like me, we're like, this this character means a lot to me. The His origin story, me, like, th- this is different from we're going to show, like, what I thought Lightyear was, was we're going to show, like, a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Like, a kind of like cool interstellar kind of thing and it's gonna be fun and so i was like okay it's kind of like buzz lightyear but not like like you know just this cool like modern buzz lightyear but no we're showing you're showing me the buzz lightyear that like not that it's the exact buzz that andy has but like the buzz that that he's that he's based on and it just doesn't and there's so many things they, they did to like link back I don't know if it's getting ahead of myself, but, like, they do something. You, you are. I'm, yeah. I still got to do the synopsis just, for the movie. I, I don't know. I just, that was so, I got in the beginning of the movie, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I was like, kind of like, okay, I'm going to well, give and it a it was shot. Cute. It was cute, too, because, I don't know if you noticed, but during that, they had, not, you got a friend of me in the background, but there was, like, a little bit of Toy Story music in the background. Yeah, so the I'm The transition, like, I'm like, oh, that's a cool callback. Yes. So I thought, I was like, okay, this is interesting, pretty cool. I'm in the theater, kind of like Andy was in the theater. But then it just didn't come to fruition the way I also I, no one felt if it came gonna, to fruition. I'm gonna put a pin in this. I have an idea for how they could have mm-hmm. paid that off that we've talked about, but I want to save that. So here's the real synopsis. Um, this movie follows Buzz Lightyear and his crew from Star Command. They get stranded on a mysterious alien planet and search for a way to break hyperspace travel to go home. However, each attempt sends Buzz into the future, and his life does not move on at the same rate as the rest of his crew. Along the ways, he encounters his infamous nemesis, Emperor Zerg, and learns to deal with friendship to solve his problems. I kind of got lazy writing the end of that. Um, Casting-wise... Friendship and teamwork. Casting-wise, there's like five names that really matter for this movie. I'm going to start and save the big one for last. Um, James Brolin played Emperor Zerg. Dale Souls was Darby Steele, who's one of his uh, compatriots. Uh, Taiki Watiti was Mo Morrison. Peter Stone played Socks the Cat, best character in the entire movie. The best. Um, Kiki Palmer was Izzy Hawthorne. And then, kind of controversially, because of Tim Allen, Chris Evans played Buzz Lightyear. We're going to start. Let's start with cast. Hold on. One thing. Oh. One thing first. Had a budget of 
Whoops, that was Morbius. Uh, it had a budget <laughs> of $200 million. It has only made 152 Wow. There's a good chance that this is not going to break even because they need to make about $400 million to break even because of marketing. When's has... the last time that Pixar had a flop? Was it The Good so, Dinosaur? this is the first Pixar movie released in theaters since Onward. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure of the last flop. I don't know if they've ever had one. I don't know. The Good Dinosaur was awful. Stinky. Um... And then for, for reception, it has a 75 critic score and an 85 audience score. So I these Pixar movies have a baseline. I think that it's the lowest critic score in a while, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I'm going to say that this is not Pixar's best that they've put out. And I think they're, some of the plot things can be explained. Did you know? Get. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is so No, sorry. you're fine. Did you know that the second... Okay, the... The movie that's made the least amount of money, um... For Pixar. Wait, 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 wait. The 15 lowest grossing movies. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, that's going down. Okay. But that's still pretty low. Okay, one second. Let me go all the way down. I was very confused. It was, like, up, and I was like, no. <laughs> no, it made bank. Um, yeah, so I guess that was the other thing, too, with, like, Onward and Soul coming out in 2020. Because Onward came out right before theater shut down. Like, yeah. two weeks before so, it shut so down. So, they both made a lot less. And The Good Dinosaur, yeah, that's number three. So, what most. did The Good Dinosaur make? Because that's, that's, like, legit. 332. Okay. So, this movie this movie is going to make significantly less than but that. But that's not even adjusted for inflation because, like, the next one is a, bu- is a Bugs Life. Which, like, in 1998, 363 yeah. million is a yeah, totally I mean, different if number. Yeah, I mean, if you adjust for inflation, this movie is going to not look great. But, I have a couple thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. One, I'm going to get this out of the way right away. Um, we left the theater before the post credit scene. Um, apparently, during the post credit scene, Zerg has found that he's not dead. This movie was 100% built for sequels. So which I think, I think Pixar, is a mis- which was a mistake from the start. Even before seeing it, I would not have been happy about that. Yeah, I think Pixar doesn't necessarily care how much money this makes. Because they'll probably tweak some things. Um... That being said, this movie is not going to turn a profit for Pixar, which is rare, as you just saw from that list. I would imagine that probably only a couple of those didn't make their budget back. Mm-hmm. So that is what it is. Um, my, I, I don't know where we want to start. I already said where I want to start. Oh, I want to okay. start with casting. Cool, cool. Um, I here's my thing with Chris Evans. I thought he did a really good job with the voice. There were times he really did mimic. The Buzz Lightyear, like Tim Allen voice, yeah. well in some places, and like it didn't throw me off too much. Like I can see it being like it's a younger what him, but again, if you're gonna say, oh god, if you're gonna say that this is the movie that he watched, wouldn't the action figure toy have the same damn voice? Like I don't think so. I would, I don't think it had to. I'm just saying if this is the movie he watched. I'm I'm less. I would have been less concerned if it's not the movie he watched. I don't know. I. I think all of it, it, I do kind of, I still would have wanted Tim Allen, like, that's, but I'm not mad about Chris Evans, I think he did a good job. I think, I think that he did a good job for, they were going for a more serious buzz, and the director explained, which I didn't mention, the director is Angus McLean, who, his last movie he directed was Finding Dory, um, he's been with Pixar for a very long time, he has only worked with Pixar, but this was, like, his second director. Um, but he's been an animator. He was an animator on Toy Story 2. That's when he started. Anyway, um, I think 
so he said in an interview that they wanted to go for a more serious approach to Buzz, and they deliberately casted someone else so audiences wouldn't get confused. I'm fine with it. I, I don't, I didn't need it to be Tim Allen. Yeah. But also, too, I watched the Buzz Lightyear of Starman show, and Tim Allen isn't the voice for that. It's Patrick oh, Warburton. I did, so. too, but that's an anime, that's the same thing when you watch the Little Mermaid show, or... But I'm saying the, it... I'm saying, like, for me, I didn't care. I'm not saying I cared. I just think it's... I think that reasoning's a little dumb. It is it is whatever. Like, okay. But I thought Chris Evans was fine. Well, I'm just saying, they don't want you to get confused, but they also want you to think it's the same buzz. Like, that's what I'm, like, talking about. It's like, they... Yeah. They aren't... None of this is connecting. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I agree on some level with that. But my, my... I wanted to focus on the other people. I thought Kiki Palmer was good as yeah. Izzy... I thought the standout was Peter Sohn as Socks. Socks, oh. Socks the cat, who is Buzz's emotional support cat after he goes forward in time four years, and then he's with him for the rest of the movie. I loved him. He stole the show. This is not my original thought. I saw someone else say this, but the biggest lie that this movie told us was that Andy wanted a Buzz a figure after this movie because if Andy saw that movie he would want a socks. Well and also you would need to have a socks. You'd have to yeah. have a sidekick. Yeah, so now they've like created this big plot hole on where is socks <laughs> because Andy would want socks. hundred percent. I want a socks. He was so like honestly that was like the shining light of this movie. It felt the most Pixar. Yes. It was it he was the comedic time I mean there was a lot of comedy no matter what, but it was like it yeah, I really, I love socks. See, it's like it's funny because in Toy Story, even though Buzz is serious in the first movie, like Buzz becomes the comedic relief and Woody's the straight man. But in this movie, Buzz was the straight man and Socks was just the the goofball. Like, I that was a little weird to me based on the Buzz. But again, it makes sense in the context of this movie. Whatever, I don't want to harp on that. Um. This is one of those movies, like, I really enjoy when Taika Waititi is in things. This is one of those movies where I was, like, a little bit Taika Waititi burnt out. I think he wasn't needed with how good Socks was and was just a little extra. Yeah, I think I, my other problem with the characters is, like, again, you know, not every character in Pixar movies that is, like, you know, besides the main character it needs to be fleshed out. They They can be kind of, like, these characters with, like, certain problems to overcome or or themes but i like wasn't drawn like even what was the girl's name izzy izzy i wasn't even like i was drawn to her but i wasn't i just didn't feel like any of them like had this as strong of a connection like to this is like i wanted it to be i don't know like making no it, it makes sense um but from from cast i kind of want to move on to my biggest criticism of the movie which we've talked about so you used a great word when you were talking about this movie, like, in its pitch, and you said, like, interstellar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you meant, like, space travel or the movie, but this movie is very much an interstellar animated ripoff. Um, a lot of the same themes in that movie about a mission that's for the greater good, but you give up your, you see everyone around you grow up, and you are the same. The problem is, interstellar was a high concept sci-fi film and this is a movie that allegedly is a kids movie and i don't think that this movie has an intended audience or at least one that it fits because it's not 
I don't want to say it's not sophisticated enough for adults, but it is way too complicated for kids. Yeah, it felt like it was too mature for, like, the themes, and like or the things around the themes were too much, like... Yeah. The, the, like... Sorry, let me think. Let me think the word I want. The scenery mm-hmm. and the setting was too mature, I feel like, for and the concepts were too mature for kids. And I felt like there wasn't really enough action yeah. for this, like, to be like, oh, Andy saw this movie as a kid. Like, the action part. But then the themes and the overall, like, story was too naive or dumbed yeah. down. Like, too adolescent for adults yeah so especially for the usually what they've been doing with the toy story specific audience which would be people in their late 20s and early 30s like that have children of their own and that was the whole thing about like toy story 4 and like toy story 4 it's like you're handing this off to your own children it's like yeah and that was the whole point of it was like what he's leaving and you're ha- and he's handing yeah. off the story and so you're handing off it th- these stories to your children which sorry mm-hmm. that's like a whole rant it's like why mm-hmm. i like toy story 4 but the thing is with this, it's like, if you, this is continuation of the handing off of the story and trying to get other young kids to get into toy, kind of to bring them back as a bridge back into Toy Story, which I think that's what they were going for when they said, Andy watched this movie mm-hmm. so that it's the same thing with there's what they like do. A, with, there's a connecting fan. It's what they did with Star Wars. How, like, I mean, I watched A New Hope before, like, I watched New Hope because we watched Star Wars. Like oh, I was one, the other way around. I mean, I did no. I watched New Hope, but I got more into it because so many kids got into Star Wars again because of like Episode One and Two, and then the same thing when the Rise of Sky was when all those mm-hmm. came out. So I think what they're trying to do is the same kind of concept, but it doesn't work when you're not actually connecting the kids. Yeah, yeah, I I agree one hundred percent with that. And the problem, like the problem I have as a result of that is there's a very fun movie in here somewhere. And I mean, for stretches, this movie is very enjoyable. But the they got so weighed down by trying to do science stuff and explain things that didn't need to be explained. And I think they lost sight of what like what a fun simpli- what a fun movie for a kid would be. Yeah, I think that's like what I'm sometimes missing lately with Pixar. Like I really like Soul and Soul and was on, beautiful and Onward. Like they're fine, but I think it's just like the simplicity. Mm-hmm. This like we wa- so watching Toy Story. Like even like so we watched half before and half after, which I think was great. But it's just the like beauty, beauty and the simplicity of their stories yeah. and how like and just how like they're really beautiful lessons and they and their life lessons and they but and they stick with you they're packaged in a way that like anyone can understand and there's depth to them there, but yeah there's but, wonder and there's yeah there's wonder in it but it's simple but you can watch it as a kid and kind of miss those deeper messages and still really enjoy yourself yeah, but and you get it on a you get it on a simple level, then you can go yeah. on a deeper level. Like you don't have the context, you don't have the life experience like to, up, to connect. Up is so fun for a kid; it's such a fun adventure, and then it's like the and then it's also like to en- enjoying life and and yeah. and what your life can hold, and that and that life yeah. goes on, and all those things. Like there's all these beautiful things in there. So I just feel like that's been missing for yeah. me. I was like, lately with that. I was gonna say with Pixar, they are routinely lauded for how deep they get with things like inside out was probably the not the first time they did it but the first time 
people really started harping on that. They're like, Pixar movies are great because they deal with these complex and deep things. And I think lately Pixar is making movies with that in mind first and not the story. And that concerns me because 20 years ago, Pixar was the animation studio. Mm -hmm. Pixar is not like... There's not this huge gap between them and other studios now. And that's good because we get better movies from other people. But I expect Pixar to give something that they just haven't a lot lately. And I've heard Turning Red is very good. I've heard, uh, was Luca them? Or no, was that Disney? Luca. I don't know. We, we, yeah, I haven't seen Luca Pixar. still. We but I think that says a lot about us too, where we're at with Pixar, where there are movies that normally, pick, like Pixar used to be like must watch. Well, and, that, and I'm, I not, guess, try, I'm maybe, not trying to say that Pixar is bad. It's just because we're getting burned. Well, I don't know. In the beginning stages, like once Toy Story came out, they were coming out pretty often. They did and, one a year. But maybe I'm just getting burned out by it. I don't know. Because, like, in my opinion, the last, like, really great Pixar movie, like Coco. I mean, like, yeah. it, I watch Coco once a year because I can't, I can't help but, um, I, I can't handle it. Yeah. So, it's. But I, I mean, well, Toy Story 4 came out after that. So, oh yeah. So, but I but that's also but, like but a I think I think original. A, but that's a continuation yeah. of a story. I'm talking about original. Yeah, Pixar I mean, doesn't like. I love Soul, but I wouldn't say it's great in the way that Coco's great. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm not rewatched it. And honestly, I don't plan on it. Yeah, I liked it. It's just not as rewatchable for me. Yeah, but back to like, I mean, I guess yeah, it is a little different when it's based on a on a franchise. But again, this is an origin story. So yeah, now. I have a slightly side question for you. So, a lot of people, when this movie got announced and still online, are upset that this kind of, not erases the Buzz Lightyear TV show, but kind of says, like, no, this is what matters. Not that. I, Does, I think, do you people, care at I think all? people are being dramatic as hell. Here's my thing. Like, we all watched... The freaking Hercules, the Hercules show. That shit doesn't exist. Like that's not canon. We so, all watch Buzz Lightyear of Star Command though is canon to the Toy Story universe because, uh, in the intro to the show, they do it in the Toy Story CGI, and Rex brings in a VHS of I, the show. John, John, I, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like all of those animated shows that we yeah. watched, like. They don't matter. Yeah. I loved Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Don't get me wrong. I have all of the episodes on VHS and I will not let my mom get rid of them because yeah. one day, I don't know, when VHS has come back and they're really cool like vinyl, I have them. It is. It I is, will not let her get rid of them. It is the one show, and for very good reason, um, that's not on Disney+. Plus. Like, one of the only Disney animated shows that's not because it was a pet project of John Lasseter and he was a very bad person and yeah. Disney does not want to give him money. So, completely understand why it's not on Disney+. Plus. But I learned today, that show had 61 episodes. They came out all in four months. One season, 61 episodes, four months. What a wild release schedule. Yes. And so, yeah, I love that show. I just think that people are being babies about I, it. I also, here's my thing. I don't care. I, I'm... I am of the mind where multiple media properties can exist around one character. Yes. Someone explained it. They're like, what if this Buzz Lightyear movie came out first and then the show was a spinoff of that? Boom. Problem solved. Problem solved. People are just dramatic. Anyway, um, let's get slightly back on track. I just wanted to get your reaction on that show. Um, the, the plot itself is what it is. I think it's very paint by numbers, very vanilla at points, mm -hmm. very predictable. 
I liked the change that they made with Zerg, that it turned out to be Buzz from the future. But I kind of... It was so predictable, though. It was... Well, I thought it was going to be his dad. Well, no. You knew they weren't going to do it. So, okay. So, that's the whole thing. I do like a lot of the callbacks that they did to the other movies. Like, things that he says. The fact that when he gets off and he's looking at the new planet, you see his reflection in the... Yeah. In the... In his um, helmet, and he you, he does that in the first movie. He's, there's a lot of things that are, like, very similar um, to the, that they call back. And I think that really helps with nostalgia. It made me smile. I, I liked it. Um, and so with Zerg, I was like, how are they going to do Zerg? Because what we know about Zerg is the video game that we watched in Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. I Am Your Father. And like the TV the, show. And the TV show. So... When they were like, is it like, are like dad? I'm like, it's not going to be his dad because that's yeah. just, it's too. It, it, it's predictable. And also they have, no, there was no connection to that no. at all. Like they had nothing. But like, I did think it was cute. Like the whole, like, they only know, like robots only know how to say Zerg. So I guess that's my name and your name too. So, and like. I, you know, I miss this. And uh, like, I looked it up and I remember hearing the line, but I don't know why I didn't associate it. Zerg was an actual robot. But he, like, found the ship and just took over the suit, according to the plot summary I read. And I was like, I thought he invented it, but apparently they say that in the movie that he found the ship and, like, Zerg was something else. So maybe in the future, I don't really know. Oh, whatever. Because he found it, he said he found it, like, so far in the future and it was already, like, abandoned. So whatever. I I thought he invented it, but who cares? Um, One thing I did love about Zerg, because I did like him in the movie before you found out it was buzz i mean i liked it after but i was like okay whatever they recreated his ship oh everything it was awesome i mean that was the coolest part of the movie even when they did the fight he did the little see the little flip yeah i just like that part was really cool and i mean it played on nostalgia and whatever i wish we had more zerg in this movie yeah i mean i i'm not mad about the plot device of like him being a future uh, him from the future that is bitter because he didn't actually live his life and he didn't see yeah. the good he only saw i mean and the whole point of this is like not like to look at the bigger picture not to get so fixated on achieving one thing yeah that you you lose everything around you and you lose you know your life mm-hmm. and you know like we just went to the kenny chesney concert so like i just thought i'm just started. <laughs> We just were kind of chasing on, so I just started singing about, there goes my life. <laughs> um, it's not let your life pass you by. And, yeah. And, um, and it's a good, it's a great message, and I think that was a good way to, it is to play one, it though, out. It is one, though, that Pixar's done before. I mean, that's part of Up, is that he spent his whole life just with his wife, and, like, then became grumpy and stopped living. Like, it, it's, it's a thing... It was that, and then, like, at the end, the power of friendship saves the day, which is something that they've done in Toy Story before. Well, yeah, it's all about teamwork. I I just, I'm not saying that there wasn't a good message here. It's just that Pixar has done this message before. Yeah, no. And, and you know, there are only so many things you can cover in a movie. I'm I'm not trying to say that every movie is unique, because they certainly aren't. But for this studio, it seemed like they were kind of like... Uh, how do we fix this? Um, we haven't done this in a while. Let's just do this. So that was a little, and, and you know, I'm coming off sounding way more negative about this movie than I really am. Like, I'm sure when I give my score at the end, people will be like, 
that doesn't sound like you're as high on this as you are, but it comes with expectations. I mean, I just expect better out of Pixar, but they also have such a high baseline for me. Like Pixar can't make a stinker. Like Pixar will never make the emoji movie, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's not like, I don't, I do put this above like my two least favorite, like a couple of my least favorite Pixar movies is like the good dinosaur and brave, brave. And this, this is like mid level Pixar for me. Cause like, it's better than all the cars. It's just when it comes, when you put it up against, like if this was by itself, it's one thing, but the fact that it's like attached to toy story that has a very strong place and like a really, you know, big place in my heart and my opinions, um, it, it, I'm going to be critical of it. So it's just hard because I don't, I kind of got out of the movie and I was like, I didn't, like, we went with my whole fam with my whole family and because we always go to see the Toy Story movies together. And so we walked out and I was just like, they're like, what did you think? And I'm like, I just shrugged. So I'm like, it's not that it was bad. I just wasn't like wowed or excited by it. Like, I just was like, okay, yeah, that was it. Um, and so that's just, it was more so, like, I was a little just disappointed how, like, met I feel like they didn't, there wasn't, like, one moment that I was like, oh, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. yeah or I, cute, or or made me happy and, like, really smile. Yeah. Except for, like, the nostalgia moments. Yeah. And, and socks, obviously. We love socks. Yeah, I, I, you know, I do want to point out a socks moment. When he shot, well, it happened twice when socks shoot someone with a tranquilizer dart, because one time it was the <laughs> old socks, and one time it was, like, the new, the younger socks. I, I laughed out loud both the times that it happened because it was so abrupt and oh, so he's funny. Like, is that for me? If I get out of line? <laughs> I like I th- this is the thing. There were good moments. It's just yeah. they didn't string them together. And once I learned that this was the Finding Dory director, I was like, that makes a lot of sense because I feel a lot of the same ways about Finding Dory. Although I think Finding Dory had like a more cohesive it did message and it, theme. Yeah, but it was the same as Finding Nemo. Like Finding Dory is not that original. I don't it's not like original, Find- but I do not like Finding Dory. There are that much. some moments in that movie that make me laugh, like like belly. That was the laugh. last time you watched that movie? Oh, but like okay, come on, the seagull where they're like <laughs> they're like oh, it's our it's our <laughs> it's our queen or whatever, like Sigourney Weaver, and I like die <laughs> laughing every time. And when there's like the the really dumb seagull or the dumb pelican, yeah, yeah. like dude, I can't. Like that shit is the funniest stuff. Yeah. There's I, some funny it's moments. It's been years since I've seen it. Like, that's the thing with, like, Finding Nemo and, fi- like... Finding Nemo's amazing. Okay, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, like, they have some moments, like, make me still, like... Even when I've watched Finding Nemo, like, so many times in my life, and I still, like, laugh for, like, four minutes straight. Like, I can't stop laughing. I it's, I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't watched it since we lived in our current apartment, which is over a year. Mm. And that's... I gotta do that. Same with Bugs Life. I haven't watched Bugs Life in forever. I love Bugs Life. I haven't seen it in probably five years. Tremendous movie. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about with Lightyear? Because I do have a question for you at the end. But I want to give our scores first. Oh, there was something I was going to say earlier, and it just slipped away for me. So, no, it's just... Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, Toy Story 4, the big mistake that they made is that they didn't have enough buzz. He's mm-hmm. barely in the movie. And the dumb part of... I know they didn't make this movie to compensate for that, but part of my brain is like... What if they made this movie because people are like, we wanted more buzz, and they're like, screw it, we're just going to give you a whole movie of buzz. I don't think that's no. true, but there's part of my brain that's like, it might be. I guess, like, when you're saying, like, yeah, okay, buzz is, like, my fa- one of my favorite characters of all time. Um, 
so I think that's the thing. I think I watched the movie. I'm like, that's not my buzz. And that's mm-hmm. not anything near my buzz. Yeah. And so that's where it's like, Meh. like, yeah. I want to watch, like, I want to watch the buzz, like, and they're all, the whole thing, like, you want to make more serious buzz. Why? Why do we want to make more serious buzz? My like, hope is if they make a sequel for this, they dumb him down 25%. Like, the thing is, like, just buzz. Make him a, just, just make buzz, him, like, a dumb jock. But buzz isn't even, like, I mean, buzz is dumb sometimes, but it's just more so, like, he's not dumb. He's just, like, naive because he doesn't understand, like, their yeah, world. Yeah, he's, he's a, well, and he's also just, like, a, a mid-level military person who doesn't have someone giving him orders, so he's kind of just, like... What, well, what do? am I doing? Yeah. So it's like, why Why do we got to like reinvent? I don't know. I don't know. Let's just. Yeah, that was my that was my last thing. So let's give our scores and then we'll close it out by two kind of just general Pixar Toy Story adjacent question. So I gave this an 82. I'm I still feel pretty confident about that. Um, Yeah, 82 for me. I'm going to give it a 70 four okay i don't know (laughs) yeah i was close to the audience you were close to the critics so so my my two questions are i guess i have three questions one if they make a sequel to this are you gonna see it in theaters no okay i'm not spending money i mean (laughs) well we don't really spend money (laughs) well i spend you spend money on the food and the driving and the gas okay so no i'll watch it when it comes to disney plus okay i just i'm like it's it's that thing like that feeling i got when monsters inc like monster monsters university i guess is like the best Man, you're transitioning to my next thought so well okay so this is like the same feelings i got from monsters university being announced and although i really like when when monsters university came out it was right before i went to college again they know their audience so well because they knew the kids that watched monsters inc were probably around college age or coming going to college so I really did, like, there was parts of it that were, like, really heartfelt to me, and I did cry when he was saying he was scared and, like, all this stuff, because it was literally right before we went to college. I remember mm-hmm. my mom bought me an Uzma Kappa t-shirt <laughs> before I went to college. Um, so I liked, I think I liked Monsters University at the time a lot more than I liked this, like, the, from the time I watched it. Yeah. Now, looking back, I think, but still, when they announced there was going to be a Monsters, Inc. movie, I mean, I was like, we were like, oh my god. Yeah. Th- Monsters, Inc. 2, yes. Like, love Monsters, Inc. I mean, literally top five picture movie for me. And I was like, we're going to get a Monsters, Inc. 2. And then they're like, oh, it's a prequel. And it's just kind of like, ugh. And so it's like when you get the thing where it's like, oh, it's a Toy Story movie. It's a Toy Story movie. And then you just get the, it's yeah. this. It's not the same. So, and I'm and I now there's not, not even really any excitement with it because I've already seen this Lightyear one that had all the mystery. And now it's like, oh, it's a sequel to that one that I thought was meh. meh. So my question my question next that you kind of took out of my mouth was like the the legacy so i'm talking like og pixar like the legacy sequels mm-hmm. they've released or prequels so monsters university incredibles 2 finding dory and this where would you like do you think this is the worst out of all of them when i mean including all the toy stories toy story no no 3. i'm saying legacy toy story toy story they've been making sequels to those other four they re- like like this is different this is a spinoff so I'm saying, like, Monsters Inc. people wanted a sequel to for years, and they waited, like, 13 years to make a sequel. And, well, they're now making a sequel. They are? No, they have that show. It's, like, Monsters at Work. They're not making a Monsters Inc. I thought two. I saw somewhere they're making one where it's actually Boo and Boo is, like, an adult. I think that's a fan theory. I don't think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fall for, like, BuzzFeed? <laughs> I don't 
know, but I really want it. I feel I would have heard about this. Let's say Monsters, Inc. 3. Hold on. No. <laughs> this can't be real. It's not real. <laughs> Anna, <laughs> did you dream this? Hmm, yeah, <laughs> I really wanted it to happen. Okay, so so back to my original question. So I don't count Toy Story 4 and 3 because they've been making sequels to that. This is a spinoff. This is, but it's the same category where it's like, Trying to breathe new life into uh, a legacy franchise. Monsters Inc. Two. This That's fandom. fandom. Okay. That's not real. No, it has all these people Anna, on here. Anna, that is a fan. It's an upcoming twenty twenty three. No, that's not right. That's not right. This isn't real. April fourteenth, twenty twenty three. This isn't real. No, it is not. Okay, real. okay. Let me look up Pixar. I'm not deleting Pixar. this, by the way. This live search is staying in here. Monsters Inc. Twenty twenty three. Monsters Inc. Three. No. No, it's a concept. It's okay. A concept. This is not. Yeah, it's a fan concept. Monsters Inc. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> so I fell for that. That fandom. It's called. It's called movies. I movie ideas dot fandom. Okay. Movie ideas. Okay. Okay. So Monsters Inc. Three is not happening. Okay. Okay. So well, I return to my original question. <laughs> okay. Monsters University, Incredibles 2, Finding Dory, and this. All attempts to kind of revive old franchises, take them in a new direction, or just long-awaited sequels. How do you view them in relation to each other? You've talked about Monsters University and this. Okay, again, I haven't seen Monsters University in a really long time, so... I rewatched it like a year ago, and I know people say it's not great. It is not... Is bad as I think your memory is deteriorating. No, no, and I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, I mean, bad's no, not the right word. No, no, I'm not even saying it's bad. I'm saying I'm saying I don't want it. Like I could, like right now, based on like all my feelings when I saw all those films, like this is the least. Mm-hmm. But I just also like again, if I watched Monsters Inc. again, Monster University again, I might have different like yeah. opinions. But right now, it would be this is the least because every single one of those other movies, like even if like upon rewatch, you're like, eh, it's not as good. I walked out of the theater being like, oh, that was fun. I had a great time. I liked it. I was like, not that it's like, oh, it was the best movie I ever saw, but I was like, oh, that was really fun. I was happy. And I, yeah. I taught, there were moments that I talked about that I really enjoyed. Whereas this, it's like very little moments that I yeah. talked about, I could talk about. I think for me, and I didn't ask you to rank them, but I think I would say like Incredibles 2 was the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And then for me personally, it'd be Monsters University, Finding Dory, and then this. Um, I... Finding Dory under Monsters University. Yeah, I, but I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Dory, like as a character. I think she is. I think she's good comic relief in Finding Nemo. I don't think that her being the main character of that movie, like, I, I don't Lame. know, Lame. whatever, whatever it is. But I think that Incredibles two, even though. It's not as good as the first one. Remember which... including cars? Come on, John. No, but they kept making cars. They kept making it. <laughs> Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Anyway. I love cars. I don't care what anyone fucking okay, says. Cars 3, low-key, pretty good. You hadn't seen it don't and I eat... watched it yeah. with you. Oh, that one was cute. It was cute, but also cars... cars... 2 stinks. Okay, but the one... <laughs> don't eat the pistachio ice cream. It's turned. Like, Mater amazing character like come on i okay i don't know if you feel the same way they're definitely gonna make another cars movie at some point yes. right like they're going they to. make so much money off those that thing my cut co- my cousin he is one of the cars children he my brother too was obsessed with them like the obsession that these children have with cars it's like absurd absurd i 
Yeah, I, the Cars franchise is inoffensive to so me. So wait, did, because did it's a Turning bla- Red come out? Yeah, direct to Disney Plus. We didn't watch it. It's not like February. <laughs> We've missed two of them. Yes. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, um, What I was saying is like, the Cars franchise to me is so respectable because it is just an inoffensive cash grab. It just says, hey, you got a boy at home? We're going to sell him race cars. <laughs> <laughs> and you big dumb idiots are just going to buy it. <laughs> That's what it is. No. <laughs> that is what it is. I, okay, the first Cars movie is so sweet. It was not a cash, I mean, yeah, they no, were like. No, it is a blatant cash grab. Okay, I get it, but okay, okay. You know. I like Cars. I'm not saying I don't like Cars. I think Cars 2 stinks. You're like, telling me that Toy Story wasn't a cash grab for like all these other toys. Like, like you're not telling me Pixar that. Pixar didn't make that much money off Toy Story. But missed, Okay. But yes, is it because they get tie-ins with Mattel and Hasbro? Yes, 100%. I respect the game. Not as much as Cars. Cars? Cars was... Because what was the movie right before Cars? Was it Finding The Incredibles. The Incredibles? Yeah, The Incredibles isn't very cash They took two years until they had Cars. Oh, man. Their best work. Though I do remember the animation for Cars. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, this is like really good. They did, they did stuff with lighting in that movie, because all, all, like, the flash, uh, when he would be driving, and they would do the scenes at night, and with, like, the, the picture flashes and stuff. So cool. Um, but, no, I... Cars is not on this list, for what we were talking about before, which I don't even remember at this point. Um... Oh, yeah, Monsters University came out June 2013, so that was when we were, like, like a, applying yeah. to colleges. Oh, so it was scary. I remember seeing it in theaters, though. I Like, I loved that movie when I saw it. Yeah. I, like, remember it being, like, I really enjoyed it. And again, like, again, like, it's just, they just know how to hit their kids that watch those movies in the feels. But that's my thing. People watching Cars don't have a real emotional response. It's absurd. <laughs> In the third one, when they're remembering, like, what is it? Is it Doc Brown? Is that yeah. the... Or, no, 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 no. Doc Hudson? Yeah, Doc, Doc Hudson. Doc Hudson. Why the hell do I remember that? Um, Doc Brown is, uh... It's <laughs> Back to the Future. Um, no, when they're remembering his death, it's supposed to be this emotional scene of, like, it's not emotional. He's a car. John. <laughs> He's a car. It's me. I'm Woody, screaming at Buzz. You are a toy. Except I'm screaming at the screen. You are a car. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Again, I don't hate the Cars franchise. I respect the game. I respect it. Cars 1 is very good. Cars 1 is very good. And they got Rascal Flats to remake Life as a Highway. Just banger. Absolute banger of a song. Like, right up there. Top 4 Pixar song. Um, my last question was... Alright. I'm getting back on track. Do you... Because I feel very strong about this. Do you feel that they're going to try and make another spin-off movie explaining one of the toys' backstories... From Toy Story. What other damn toy are they going to do? They can make Woody's Roundup. That's the question. You think they're going to make a Woody's Roundup movie? No. They make a Woody's Roundup show. Yes, they would. But they wouldn't get Tom Hanks to do his voice. They do his brother, who sounds a lot like him, but not perfectly him, and it would piss me off. So unless they're getting Tom Hanks and giving him the bag, it's not going to happen. Okay. But I just want to see more of the prospector. Just getting his ass beat. That big nerd. Um, yeah, but that's, that's Lightyear. That's our thoughts on Pixar. We haven't done a Pixar movie in a long, have we ever done a Pixar movie? Yeah, we did. We did Soul. We did Soul. Um, that's Pixar. We like Pixar and I'm excited. 
I don't even know what their next movie is. That's that's how out the of the... Ele- it's called Elemental. Oh, I'm sure it's some high concept thing. It is. Um, Elemental, which will hit theaters June 16th of 2023. Um... Directed by Peter Sohn, who was oh, the director sucks. of the also the Good Dinosaur. Really? Uh, is there huh. Um, Elemental journeys alongside unlikely pair Ember and Wade in a city where fire, land, water, and air residents live together. The fiery young. Why does this sound like the Last Airbender? Huh. It um, does. The fiery young woman, Ember. And the go with the flow guy Wade are about to discover something elemental. How they, how much they actually have in common. Is this basically like? It sounds kind of like the like Inside Out. How like finding yeah. out like how happy and sad have in common. Whatever. Interesting. Um, the story is based on the classic elements: fire, land, water, land, and air. Some elements don't. Some elements mix with each other, and some don't. What if elements are alive? Yeah, that's about it. So. I don't know. I'll have to see a trailer. Did you know, last fun fact about this director, um, Russell in Up is based on what he looked like as a child. That guy. He's been with Pixar since 2000. Kind of one last unrelated thought on Pixar. They employ, like, if you're a Pixar early animator, you have a job for life. They just, you just keep moving up. And then eventually they're like, you want to direct a film? And then it's like, okay, cool. Here you go. Here's a, here's a project. But, um... Anyway, thank you all for listening. Our next episode, no clue when it's coming, but we are going to talk about the highly anticipated anticipated, anticipated Thor Love and Thunder. Love those trailers. Uh, every single one, even though they're a little bit different. Anytime it comes on at the theater, I'm pumped up. I'm not pumped up when the Avatar trailer comes on. That movie looks dumb. That trailer is pretentious. Do not like it. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you all for listening. We will be back with Thor. Maybe we'll watch Top Gun too. But no promises. So on behalf of Anna and I, have a great week and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.